1: More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women.
2: Oh, yes, it is. You know, it's a privilege to be here today because I have Ronnie Burnside in the studio. And she is the owner of, of Free to Be Me Hair Salon. It's on Cosgray and Hayden Run Road. And actually, we are, we're we're going to have a giveaway for you. If you want a complete hair care kit We are going to mail it to you. You have to be the first person to email me at jennifer-jackson.org if you'll send me an email and say, hey, I want the free hair kit, shampoo, conditioner, all the works. Um, Send me an email with your address and we'll mail it to you. First email gets the win. So anyway, welcome back to the show, Ronnie. Thank you. I'm so glad glad you stayed with us because when we were talking yesterday, we were in just this, the prayer of desperation of Mm -hmm. saying, God, I need you back in my life. This is dark and I'm, I'm a little bit scared here. Uh, and and we even prayed that prayer on the air for anyone who was listening. And so today I want to talk about how did you then begin to heal and grow and, and kind of begin to walk with God day by day?
1: Um, I took my first step and actually got back into church, um, Mm. Mm-hmm. and and developed um, a, a slow process. I started on a Sunday and got the, you know, by this point I had two kids and uh, fast forward and um, we took the kids to school or to church and, and little by little um, I renewed. Honestly, I became a Sunday school preschool teacher awesome. and I renewed so many of those stories that were taught to me and learned a lot more that wasn't taught to me and then interacted with children and it was such a great time and I grew as a a person at that point and just my love for God started again with honestly working with the kids I think.
2: You know I think that's so important because I tell the girls at the church next door which is our home church Mm -hmm. on the west side of Columbus but I tell them you know if you want to learn your Bible and you want to begin to grow, start with the kids' ministry because yes. you can just learn right along with those children. And there's something oh, yes. about that commitment and being faithful and just coming to God as a child. It's really a powerful thing. It is. And mm-hmm.
1: I enjoyed every minute of it. And they taught me as much as I taught them. So I would definitely say that helped.
2: And I think, weren't those three-year-olds that you taught? I was trying to remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The three-year-old um, class. It, Mhm. hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was with and, your uh, husband. So by then you had a husband. Is that right?
1: hmm. Yes. In between from the time we spoke that like, yes, I did end up getting married um, from someone uh, that I worked with. I met her brother and he happened to be God's pick for my <laughs> my husband. And um, we, you know, uh, grew in our marriage and um, over time the church, but God was our, you know, the the greatest thing I learned was, um, God had to be at the center of everything I did and I was not perfect at it. And believe me, if you look back at my life, I'm sure there would be people, if they peeked in the window, they would say, this is the person who said she's a Christian. I mean, I was, I was learning how to do away with some of the things I had learned early on and become that person that God wanted me to be. And instead now who I am now today, I would look back and if I could tell myself then what I know now and tell your listeners is that it's a process Mm -hmm. and not to, to, to just continue to encourage yourself that you're not meant to be perfect. Right. You're just meant to grow and keep moving and healing Mm -hmm. and growing.
2: Do you think it was kind of like one step forward, two steps back or just sometimes three, (laughs) like
1: sometimes it was three (laughs) steps
2: back, but yes.
1: But then sometimes I would wake up and I would just, instead of it being one step forward, it was ten steps forward. But mm-hmm. that wasn't always. That was just, I would wake up and realize that I would look around and I would have, what you know, a revelation from God to say, look where you've come. I, I f- always felt like he always told me, you know, he would whisper, you know, I love you. And we all, I believe we all have ways that he talks to each one of us. And mm-hmm. I would see something or something that would just settle inside me and I would know that was God telling me. You did it. You're yeah. coming further. You're, you're doing it.
2: What were some of the areas that you feel like you needed to forgive and you needed to heal in order to keep growing in the Lord?
1: Um, I had an idea of what a Christian should look like growing up as a kid, mm-hmm. and I was not that Christian in my early 20s, and I honestly... I'm a perf- I was a perfectionist, I guess, to a certain degree, and I had to learn to forgive myself for allowing myself to go down mm-hmm. a path I never dreamed I would go down. Yeah. Whoever dreamed would go down that path? Um, but then I had to learn to forgive my parents down the path they took, because mm-hmm. if I took this path, well, they could have taken the same type of path, yep. not knowing they were going to go down it. And I think it's learning how to understand and forgive those who I thought harmed me, Hmm and realize they were just hurt too. And yeah. um, it affected others in their lives when they couldn't handle it any longer. And um, so I had to learn to forgive myself for that.
2: What would you say to someone whose parents are, you know, divorcing or have been divorced and that's just still so painful? You had to just to realize your parents were humans too? or?
1: Yes. I had to realize they were human and, until I was willing, somebody in a lifespan, God, you know, I believe now that I've learned, in a generation, my parents were divorced and I divorced, mm-hmm. you know. And there's plenty of times I probably could have looked at my love of my life right now and say, I don't want to be with you any longer mm-hmm. because that's what the enemy wants to keep us doing. He wants to keep us. in, But someone, I believe, has to stand up and tell Satan, no, yeah. no, I'm not. This is not going to keep going, passing down to my generations. And truly where I believe I am now, that's who I believe I am. I'm, I'm the person who stepped, stepped up and said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not passing this down to my children any longer. This is not going to go on. That's and awesome. wow, um, I, because I did that, I think I can look at my parents and I forgave them. And I, and I felt, and then I almost felt empathetic towards them. Like I felt bad for them because I'm sure they wanted the same thing to not give
2: up. Yeah. I think forgiveness is such a powerful piece of us maturing because if we are stuck in bitterness, we can't, we're just, we're completely exactly. stuck. How did yeah. you actually do that? What did that look like? Like making a list or saying to God, I, I forgive them for certain specific things or was this um, a prayer day by day or what did it look like?
1: Um, so one of the things that I learned a lot was is this to really put myself around women who were uh, who have come through kind of what I've come through, and they can mentor me a little bit and I watched and then I read books on um, mentors who said healing, but I- I'll be honest one of my my most favorite person on healing pain was Joyce Meyer, mm. and I remember taking of just realizing that you know. When you let go and forgive, then you can love again. Yeah. And, and the part about loving, we get bitter and angry because we can't feel that love no more. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just, she had such a path. And I felt like, you know, I just kind of did the I just kept listening to her, her story. Like what we're doing here is, you know, it, people go through things. And if you can learn that if others can forgive. How do they do it? And I listened. I listened to what she read and um, I listened to the women that were around me in church and Mm. and they just, they poured into me too. So, um, but I read my Bible and I would just, I would just ask God. And one of the things it took for me was to realize that I literally asked God, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So please take it from me. I was Mm. begging, take Mm -hmm. it from me. Just take it from me. And and then I realized, well, it works for other things, too. If if you have something in your life, not just bitterness or anger, but if you have something in your life that you just want it to stop, maybe you do something like, I don't know, um, you know, sleeping past your alarm clock (laughs) when you really need to get up. I ask God, take this from me, please. Right. And it's over time. I don't ever, I I haven't seen it in my personal life happen just that -hmm. day. But I notice he does, and we just have to keep walking. I think it's just that faith. Okay. You keep asking and I'll meet you. I'll meet you.
2: Yeah. We have about one minute left on today's show. How has prayer changed your life? What does your prayer like life look like today?
1: Um, I get up in the morning and thank God every day for just getting up. And after this COVID scenario that we've all went through mm. in the world and um, it changed even more. Um, because it made me realize, like, I thought I had it all together again, and boom, something else went crazy. And so I literally just thank him. And I pray pray a lot more for other people than I do myself now. Before, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was always the person praying for myself, Lord, help me, help me, help me. Now Mm -hmm. I pray for others that God would help them because I see they need release. So I talk to him every day. I talk to him throughout the day. I talk to him like he, like you and I are talking. Yeah. I'm sure people probably think I'm kind of crazy at times <laughs> because I will be.
2: I do I too. literally
1: say, okay, and no one's around me because I feel as if he's telling me something or I'm talking to him. I talk to him like a best friend. That's oh. what I
2: talk to him. like. Isn't that so good and you know it Mm -hmm. is good to start by praying for yourself you until you get Uh all those places healed and forgiven and worked through there's nothing wrong with that and then you do you grow and you begin to pray for others and I, I just love that I love how he's part of your day throughout your day such a powerful message this is ronnie burnside she's the owner of free to be me salon it's on Cosgray and hayden run road and if you're the first person to send me that email with your address you just might win a fabulous hair care kit it's a really really nice gift you have been listening to simply for women i'm jennifer jackson what a joy it's been on this show and she will be joining us again on the next show so i don't want you to miss that. We're going to talk about growing and serving and so many other things and how God is really with us. So stay with us. You have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has
1: been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.